This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This is the besotted Prada West London playoff semi-final first leg podcast and we're here in the pub. And the game is just finished and the Bees have narrowly lost the first game. Very similar to last season when we lost to Swansea 1-0. First leg of the game against Bournemouth. And uh, a lot of fairly dejected Bees in this match because a life is like me. A lot of people are thinking, not again. Please tell me it's not going to happen again. Tenth playoff, tenth time unlucky, but we've got a second leg to come at New Griffin Park. 1-0 down. Halfway through this playoff. Disappointed? Uh, I mean, if you saw me during that game, I, I hate these games. I was so nervous all the way through. Like, I look at it now. It's not 2-0. That's what I'm looking at. It's 1-0. It's doable. I think 2-0, we all start to really feel down and beat. But this team, we know what they can do. We know what we know that we are the best of this bunch. I don't care what anybody else says. We are the best team left in this. I think it was a real big bonus when Rico and Dalscar came on. That changed the system back to what we were playing when we were at our best. I think everybody can see it. I think Bournemouth can see it. And I think they were a bit worried when they came on. I mean, Saturday lunchtime is going to be make or break in terms of getting to the final, obviously. But I think it's going to be exciting for all of us. Would I prefer we were going there with a draw? Of course I would. Do I think we can do it? Definitely. So... Let's wait and see. I'm going to ask a question. Uh, Pontus Janssen, what was he doing? I mean, he was all the way up the pitch doing the hokey-cokey in the ball, and then he gave it to the Bournemouth, and then they ran down the pitch and scored. Yeah, Pontus, he, he shouldn't have been doing He shouldn't have been there. He knew he made the mistake. He knew that he wasn't where he was supposed to be. He tried to pile it off to other people, but he's got to hold that and into the next game. Man, he's never made promotion. He's got as much to prove as anybody else. But I'm not going to pick on Janssen, because I think the weak link today was... The other one was Jensen. And we always say, are we going to get the 10 out of 10 Jensen or the 4 out of 10 little price Jensen? And today we got we got the little Jensen today. Uh, and I can only hope that he makes up for it as well on Saturday. I'm going to say, he's not that, he's not that little actually. And, uh, and also, to be fair, when we lost the game 1-0, just, it is the first leg we have to say. But to be fair, we had a guilt edge charge on 70, was it 70, 73 minutes, 78 minutes? 78 minutes we had a guilt egg chance to actually equalise and I have no idea how Bumo did not put that ball in the back of the empty net because the goalkeeper was Bergovic was, was gone he was gone wasn't he I think if anybody has watched the entirety of this season loads of people know how he missed that because it's not been his season he's going to get it back he's still young but that pretty much epitomises this season however the beauty of football he scores the winner come Saturday who the hell's going to remember that absolutely no one so let's see look we're going to have a couple of sleepless nights between now and then but this is the best Brentford team we've ever seen and if anybody can do it they sure as hell can turn you beast
There's an argument to say if it's the best Brentford team or the second best Brentford team, but again, that's like picking at straws as well because it's almost everyone's forgotten the team of last season with the the uh, the, the, the Ben Rama and the, 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 the well, you know, I can't remember because they've left and you know they're just the back of my mind. But um, I, know, I know you you were, you were up very early this morning because you couldn't sleep. You were pacing around your bedroom very early. There's been a lot of nerves with characters today, and now you know the result hasn't quite gone to plan. Are you feeling dejected or are you still feeling optimistic? Well, I don't want to use that cliche, but I'm going to, which is it's only half-time, and it is only half-time, you know. We didn't really play at our best today. It was uh, There was players on that pitch that weren't particularly up to scratch, if you ask me. Like who? Well, I don't like to single players out, Bill. Might as well, it's the podcast, if you want to know. Well, Jensen, for me... He needs to step his game up. If he's not playing well, Franks should be seeing that and he should be making the change, especially in the second half. It was the amount of times he gave the ball away in 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 areas that really could have cost us. Um, uh, you know, I lost count. Um, but the thing is, what's cost us today is small margins. It was small margins. You know, Brian. On another day, he scores that goal. Or was it on the 80th minute? You know, nine times out of ten, he scores that goal, Bill. But um, you know, there was—I uh, I must admit—Sergi um, had an absolutely blinding game today. Now, I think he was—he uh, was amazing, and I uh, really carried a couple of the players, to be honest. But uh, as I say, it's only half time. We can improve. You know, there's there's room for improvement there, and uh, I'm sure we will. And when the fans get back in that ground on Saturday, we're going to make the difference. That's 100 sure. Yeah, we're going to make definitely make the difference. I have to bust a bit. And listen, you can only do what you do. But I thought Bournemouth were fairly quiet today. To be quite honest with you, for a lot of the game, sitting down, a lot of quietness. And uh, the thing is that we know what we got to do. I mean, we're going to get four and a half thousand there on Saturday. And we're coming inside the pub. Whatever time it opens, seven, eight. You know, we'll be downside there, getting ourselves properly riled up. I think everyone out there should do the same thing. Get yourself. Forget about this getting down to the ground at flipping twelve o'clock business. Get yourselves out there early. Get yourselves in with the bees fans. Get yourselves all riled up beforehand because we need to go inside that stadium and we need to make some noise on Saturday if you're there. And if you're not in the stadium, just get around the pubs around the stadium and you can make the noise around there as well so they can hear you. Get into the get into the, the tavern. Get into the globe. Get into wherever you're going to go to and just uh, and just make a lot of noise from there. We'll kind of you because we need the support actually going into this game but yeah so listen disappointing result this one you know it, it could have gone probably either way we you know didn't have loads of open massive massive chances we had a couple of chances that probably wouldn't have counted on the xg chart because they were great chances but because we didn't actually kind of have a shot they probably wouldn't have counted as xg as such and uh, and, and the but the one that did was the Mbumo chance which it really should have been one all. We're not sitting down there thinking, "Oh no, it's not one all." We're just saying that was that was, if anything, that was like a one all game chance, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Yeah, I think one all might have been a fair reflection of the game. Um, you know, we enjoyed quite good spells of possession second half, where it was all us. Uh, not many clear cut chances. Shame about the goal we conceded. I mean, you know, I don't know what Pontus does before a Bournemouth game, but he seems to just you know go a little bit crazy during during a match. I think. Um, you know, we were we were here this time last year. You know, one nil down against Swansea and, and second leg. You know, we kind of uh, tore into them. I do I do believe that you know with with the home crowd, albeit a small crowd, it's going to make a difference. You know, those fans hearing 
those uh, that, that Brentford team, you know, hearing the fans behind them, you know, roaring them on, I, I think it is going to make a bit of a difference. It's all to play for. Tony was shackled tonight. That was a bit of a shame to see. Um, Bournemouth, you know, seemed to play him quite well. Um, on the on the Mbumo chance, you know, perhaps um, Norgard, you know, fired across, fired across, just you know, he fizzed it across just a bit too strongly. Um, Shame, but it, it was one of those games where we knew it was going to be cagey. We knew there weren't going to be many chances, and unfortunately, we, we've come out the other end, you know, on, on the back of a one-nil. But all to play for. I'm still optimistic. I still believe. Listen, I, I thought as well, and this is just me. I thought that, uh, and then this is not a disrespect, the, because listen, it's a team game. We've had some great players go out there, do great things, and they've taken us to where we are now. But I just thought when uh, t- uh, Rico came on, yeah. and then Dalsgaard came on, yeah. all of a sudden it made me remember the team that we've got and I thought that we stepped up a level and I thought that they were they were basically holding us off then I think they were a little bit scared yeah it was nice actually seeing them both you know join join back in the uh, you know Rico seemed to lack a little bit of match sharpness to be fair he wasn't making the kind of you know the runs that he would do he was he was you know just making a few little well it's the touches isn't it a few little touches where he was just a bit rusty you know but look when is he going to get the, the game time now? We're in the playoffs, you know, play your best team, play your best players, you know, blood him in. He'll, he'll, he'll take that now and he'll, he'll be even better, you know, for the home leg. Um, and Dalsgaard, fair play to him as well. He came on, he, I thought he did really, really well, you know, steady the ship. Um, he's so calm, isn't he? So calm and, you know, he's, he's been there, you know, he's played in World Cups with Denmark. You know, you need leaders like that on the pitch um, in games like this. So, yeah, great to see them back. And, and Pontus Janssen, again, we're not plucking, plucking him out, but, you know, we need Pontus to, to... We need someone out there to... Because we need to go. And I mean, fair play to them. Listen, people are throwing their, their bodies behind the ball, especially in the first half when Bournemouth were having a quite a good flurry of attacks. But our defence was great. You know, Janssen was throwing himself in there, getting the last-minute touches, getting the last-minute tackles in, which is really great. But we, we, we don't need to be making the silly mistakes. And I just... I've, I, I've got no idea... Why, why Pontus was doing the hokey cokey on the on the on the, on the sideline all the way up the side of the pitch there because it was just it was going nowhere you know yeah there was no need for it at all but look you know he, he just needs to do what he's good at and that is you know at the back you know marshalling the defence leading the team on he, he doesn't need to be in the final third you know trying to trying to play those little balls and then you know us getting caught out the back and again it, it was unfortunate that you know we we've enjoyed having uh, Norgard at the back. But when he was like the last man, you could you could see that he's not really used to playing in that position because normally a centre half would have would have pushed up, would have done the old you know Arsenal you know hand in the air and played the offside trap. Unfortunately, he was playing a few of them onside. But look, we're, we're analysing the game here. It's an important game. We're not we're not digging anyone out. Um, it's just the way the game went. And one nil. If you'd have said one nil, you know, to them before this match, I think I, I would have taken that. Definitely would have taken that, you know. So, but at the end of the day, listen, it's uh, it's all it's all good. It's all listen, it's all good. We've got a couple of um, well, we've got a couple of days to chill out and uh, try and forget what's happened here. And uh, and also the other thing, as I said to you, we're playing on a Saturday, and a Saturday to me is much better than playing a midweek. We played Swansea in a midweek, and that was. Uh, did we play them a midweek? I'm sure yeah, it's a midweek, yeah, midweek game and first game, and it didn't go quite well. And the second game, we came back at them. And, and that's basically just what we got to do, isn't it? Exactly. If I'm honest, look, it's nil-nil. We've got to see it's nil-nil. And we've got to see it. This, this is just the first half. We've got a second half. They've got to come back to Griffin They've got to come back to New Griffin Park with a one-nil lead and hold that. So, you know what? It's, it's our game. This is our game. We're, we're going to bring them back. We're going to be strong. 
and yeah, there were opportunities. You know, Mumumbo's chance. I mean, ah, oh, so unlucky. But I think where we need to kind of close it down, we need to break faster. When Bournemouth won the ball, they broke really quickly and they got people up there a lot quicker. And I think that's where a lot of opportunities were. You know, we were throwing ourselves at the balls to stop, um, you know, to stop those Bournemouth breaks. But we need to break quicker and we need to be looking across and kind of making better passing decisions. Um, but it was great to see Rico back on in the team. I thought Rico looked strong and, you know, probably got a little bit of, you know, pitch pitch rust. But I think we look, you know, we look strong. I'm happy with, I'm happy with the 1-0. I think we, you know, say, bring them back. And it looks strong. It's going to be a good game. Bring it on Saturday. Okay. I mean, I, I probably sort of recoil on that a little bit. I'm not going to say I was happy that it was one nil, but I think that I'm, I'm happier it's one nil than it wasn't two nil. You know what I'm saying? You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying. So I think I'll have to uh, I'll have to correct you on this one. Actually, I'm going to get the little ones in the house because the little ones I've never I've never actually interviewed the little one, but it's actually seen all the games. And I know that listen, you were sitting here, and this is your what second playoff final. I mean, you're only young things and stuff like that as well. But you were so. I saw you sitting there you were very nervous today weren't you yeah it was really nerve-wracking because during the game you're just sitting there they were getting all these chances and all you could do is just watch and you didn't have control of the game like when you're playing listen i mean i know this is different i mean you've been to the stadium you've been going to matches for like nine ten years now as well and it must be quite frustrating sitting here watching in the pub and not not being able to give your support to the team yeah because when you're at the game you can shout instructions to the players and when you sing they get support from you but when you're at the pub all you can do is just watch the game listen I mean this game here today I mean Bournemouth they're they're a decent side um, but Brentford's kind of you know kept them at bay you know the first half we we didn't actually let them get inside there and it was looking like it was going towards a nil all and then all of a sudden there was a little bit of a fluff and it went horribly wrong didn't it yeah the second that Pontus lost the ball you just knew that was going to be a goal and the minutes before you could kind of feel it in the air like there was going to be a goal coming but yeah we were really good for the first bits but at the end we just kind of fell apart and made loads of mistakes and you could feel the goal coming you've got a couple of players that's come back you've got Rico Henry back you've got Dalsgaard back as well they came back into the side this time it's only half time as well now we're coming to New Griffin Park it is you're going to be in the stadium I'm going to be in the stadium all our friends are going to be in the stadium how do you think that's going to go I think it's going to go good actually because last season you you can remember that we were 1-0 down and in the second leg obviously something went wrong well went good in the changing rooms and we came back and scored how many goals like three was it two and we went to the final even though that didn't go well but you can also see when we're in the stadium the players play much better because we have they have support so I'm pretty sure that it's going to go well in the second leg are you confident I'm confident. There you go. This is the younger generation, and this is what we've got to see. We've got to see the younger generation come through and, uh, and do, do the business, do the business on the bees, you know what I'm saying? You know, they've got to do the business. We've got to get the younger generation through, because they're the ones that are going to be there in 10, 20, 30 years' time when we're going to be on our rocking chairs and singing in front of the fryer with the slippers and with the uh, pipes and all that business. You know what I'm saying? What's he talking about? I've got no idea what he's talking about. That, today, was disappointing. Uh, it, it was a little bit disappointing. Um, it's, a, it's a more open game than I thought it was going to be. I, I didn't think we played that badly. I thought Bournemouth were actually quite reasonable. We had we had a great chance ourselves. Bournemouth created quite a few, but we're still very much in this game. I mean, we're very, of course, we're very much in it. Tell you what, it sort of reminds me of, and I can't remember because we played Swindon that time, 
and I can't remember what the score was up there but all I can remember is I can remember some sort of last minute shenanigans and penalties and all sorts of stuff yeah, it's one all uh, Kevin O'Connor scored in uh, in stoppage time in the last minute which is pretty ironic after week after Doncaster wasn't it but um, yeah we, we got it we didn't quite get the, the equaliser today I think a draw would have been a fair result the game seemed to hinge on two moments one of the breakaway goal the other one was uh, Brian not quite getting the stretch on the to turn it in for one all would have been justified he had done but um, like, like Peter was saying um, not too disappointed the performance was there we can still turn it around for sure we can definitely turn it around listen listen characters here they, they, sorry, they seem to be uh, I don't know people seem to be a little bit disappointed but not massively disappointed probably because it's half time and they feel that we are going to do the business so listen it's half time we're 1-0 down can we do it well, Bill, I must say, I sat here today and I never once felt relaxed watching this game. We are 1-0 down, but I'd rather us been 1-0 up. I don't feel that we had a fair ref today either. He seemed to be more, dare I say, for Bournemouth. From the, he's a South Coast, so you think he lived on the South Coast, do you think so? One of Harry Redknapp's mates, Is he re- allegedly. Well, I'll have a word with Harry Redknapp. I mean, because I felt that, you know, the bees did fight back. But what is it with the bees? They make life so hard for themselves. I don't know what it is. I was willing those bees to get a goal or even just to equalise. I felt Sergi Canos gave his all. But I do, I've got to be truthful. I do, I am sitting here feeling a little bit deflated. But my heart... On Saturday, I will, I'm fortunate to have a ticket to be in the stadium, and I am going to shout that place down, and I'm going to will the, the bees on to get over that line because we need luck. We need, I don't know what it is, I get cross sometimes, and I don't want to because, as you know, I love the bees. I do feel a bit deflated, but I'm going to say something. I'm looking at that screen now. And I've just seen that Steve Cooper. I know, I know. This is, this is like a red rag to the ball now, isn't it? It is a red rag to the ball. And seeing his face has made me feel even more down in the dumps. But he's not going to get the better of me because I feel that Steve Cooper is an ugly duckling and he is an insult to swans because swans are beautiful creatures and I don't want to see him no, I'm going to put a disclaimer on this because it's not, it's not about listen he, he can't help his looks is what I'm going to say I know say, but he might be a miserable person which is a different thing yeah, that I've got because he's a right miserable yeah, but after that result today with us it's not making me feel any better but my heart is with the bees and on Saturday I would give it all we've got to fight and fight and fight you know that up the bees Bill I love them I love them always up the bees up the bees so listen 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 this is the this is the listen this is as you can see um, we're in the booze zone we got the characters and listen we didn't get the result today and there was a lot of frustration as well there was a bit of swearing there's a little bit of shouting you know there's you know you want players to just play at the, their best the whole game. And what you could tell here, sometimes there was a few little fluffs going on. But at the same time, there's also players that did give their all, players that have thrown themselves behind the ball. And, you know, a, a draw would have been a fair result. So 
and also the referee was a little bit kind of uh, slim shady as he came you know as, as Eminem would say as well you know he was given a few kind of decisions which are a little bit question marky and, uh, and we got a few bookings which I thought might have gone the wrong way but we're only one nil down and we have been able to come back from this before we've got a big job to do on Saturday don't we Laney not only Thomas Frank not only the team but the fans as well yeah, I have to say, you know, Thomas Frank didn't do anything wrong today. The fans have done nothing wrong today. Most of the players have done nothing wrong today. I thought, I thought Brentford acquitted themselves very well. I thought we, were, we looked dangerous. I thought overall it was a really decent performance. I think a couple of players have let us down. Um, I thought, I thought uh, Jensen was rubbish. Good Jensen or bad Jensen? Oh, shit Jensen today. And um, Pontus Jensen... Oh, what the hell was he doing? But, you know, get, get behind him, etc. I thought Canos was uh, a different gravy. I thought he was man of the match by a country mile. He played on the, on the right wing. He played on the left wing. He played on the left, left back. He played on the right back, yeah. Um, you know, Mbwemo, what the hell was he doing? How did he miss that? Uh, fine margins, Bill. Um, we got to get two in the, in the game back at Griffin, New Griffin Park. It's a, it's a tough shout. That's a, that, one and a penalty, though. Today, today, to, tonight should have been a draw. It was either nil-nil or one-all. You know, to come away from that one-nil down, it's, it's, better than, it's better than two. I think, I think that's where I'm at. But um, there's a couple, of, a couple of players out there today that they, they didn't, didn't play well. And, you know, um, I think it was a harsh result. I don't, I don't necessarily think Bournemouth deserved to win that. We didn't deserve to lose it, but you know, um, you know, you, you said before the game, are we going to get a good or a bad Jensen? We got we got a bad one, and uh, you know, we, we we need all of our players on the top of their game, and, and they they weren't today. We would have won that if they were. Yes, so we could have won that. You could feel the dejection, you could feel the downness, but also you could still feel that we're we're in with a shout because it's only one goal down. And we have turned it around before, but Christ almighty, Brentford, don't you always do it the hard way. This is the besotted Pride of West London podcast. You can check us out. We're going to do a podcast in the midweek at some time. As you can see, they've been a little bit random and all over the place, but we've got a game on Saturday, so hopefully there'll be a podcast out on Thursday. You can check that out on prideofwest.london. Also, we are going to be in the pub very early on Saturday. Get yourselves all down down the pubs, wherever you're going to go very early. 7 o'clock, 8 o'clock, get yourselves riled up. Get yourselves out there. Get yourselves with the atmosphere because we need to get behind this team because we need to get ourselves a result on Saturday. So I beg you all, just just beg your pub owner just to let you in on a lock-in and get in there at 7 o'clock in the morning, 8 in the morning. But like I say, there's Brentford here and I've got all the characters and there's all the talk about. And there's all the Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.